0: Birthday, man. Oh God, you really <laughs> screwed me off then. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> what? Well, okay, first of guys, it's not my birthday. But this is more like a, a New Year's Eve, an eve to a birthday.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, because this episode is our fifty second episode. So a full year of doing this podcast.
1: Fifty-two weeks of us chatting our drivel, so
0: yeah.
1: happy birthday to us
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joining in
1: <laughs> that's all right that's all right it's one of the, one of the worst songs um
0: well happy birthday know.
1: yes it's a hard tune to sing it's mm, you know yeah. it's not comfortable to listen to if you're on the <laughs> like it's a t- it's a tough crowd that um, you've
0: got to get the right octave from the beginning Yeah. so that everyone has a chance to hit the highest notes.
1: And you've got to hope that the name sort of works with, happy birthday, do still live substance? Yeah. <laughs> happy birthday, <laughs> like,
0: yeah. It's true. Oh, well. But
1: yeah, it is a celebration episode of 52 weeks, man. 52 weeks. How are you? How are you feeling?
0: I'm okay. Um, I'm as we say every week we record on the weekends, and I'm just not feeling Monday tomorrow. I'm just not
1: There's uh, Monday blues, man.
0: I have serious case of Monday blues. And you ever get it when you're like trying to savor every last moment of the time that you have? Like I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that, and I'm gonna, so I feel accomplished over the weekend, or I feel like after this, after this recording. I'm going to try and, I don't know, cram TV in and all kinds of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. What about you? How are you?
1: Yeah, I'm on a little bit of a high, a little family high. It's like the first time my family were all able to get together since like April. Mm -hmm. Like there's just always been someone who hasn't been able to make it. So I'm on a bit of a high of just having some great time with my nephews I'm just yeah, just like you know, I just feel it coming, just feel life coming back, so Aww. I'm sort of i'm I'm relishing that high right now before the Sunday blues hit me, um so yeah, like and also got you know,'ve got like a wedding on a hori- on the horizon, it's like I just feel it's it's in our grips isn't it it's mm. in our grips.
0: life is coming back to you it's it's, it's in my bones,
1: <laughs> um. Oh, so yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm feeling peppy. You know, we'll see how long that lasts. Mm, Monday's yeah. just around the
0: corner. <laughs> Don't I know it? Yeah. But
1: anyway, so this week for our Fashion story, we're going to do something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And we're going to reminisce a little or like our favorite moments from the past year's worth of episodes and that kind of a thing.
0: Mm, I like. Best moments or Uh, favourite memories? like our
1: highlights, reel of of discussion points or episodes, topics, all of
0: that. Yeah. So, my question to you. What was your favourite topic to discuss?
1: It's difficult because I feel like I've forgotten half of the things we talked about. Okay,
0: good start. Getting off to a really good start here.
1: (laughs) But I would say... I really enjoyed when, like, I think when we still started doing, like, the brand episodes, mm-hmm. that's sort of when we both started really, like, researching for, like, our episodes more. And I just sort of really enjoyed that element of us, like, learning along the way. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed our YouTube episode. I think that's, like, something we're both really into. Um. So, oh, this, like, and also, like, I love regaling. Like, oh, I know what's just come back to me. What? Uh, the Spice Girls. <laughs> what? The
0: Spice Girls. Oh my God, the story time. Like, I love
1: regaling the story times. Like, we would keep doing them if we had more, you know? Um, but yeah. And so, yeah, I think stuff like that just.
0: Yeah, so like this this whole <laughs> How <about> po-
1: you?
0: <laughs> this whole podcast really was started as a way to share stories about our experience. our grapes. <laughs> yeah, the the good and the bad and the and the bad again. Um, we we definitely love to do more story times, but sometimes you forget a lot of the experiences that you went through or the occasions that you had funny stories to tell. But yeah, we should definitely do more more story times in the beginning or. Moving forward, I should say.
1: Yeah. Um, And because like we still have stories, but they might not be like a full episode's worth. But like there are just definitely like little tales that we can tell for sure.
0: Yeah. um, Yeah.
1: are just, yeah, so much fun. How about you? What topics have you liked?
0: Um, So one I really enjoyed. Okay, so I really liked when we've spoken about like we've taken a topic and a theme and we've really delved into it. As you said, we did do, we started to do a lot more research when it came to the brand episodes. Um, But when we took things like the resale market and we were talking Mm. about our opinions on that um, and discussing like, what does value mean for luxury fashion and things? And I think one, another topic which was really pivotal for us was about fast fashion and, like, yeah. the impact. I think that there was so much to talk about. It was the first time we'd really got into depth besides a story time or a brand episode. And also I felt like we, we had a lot of feedback from other people, either we knew or people who'd listened to the podcast who were interested in knowing more yeah. about the, the financial implications, the economic implications, the environmental, like everything that is linked to not just fast fashion, because we did that one episode, but also luxury fashion when we did that secondary part later on. Um, I think it's definitely those episodes were I feel like our finest work (laughs) that was another another one I really enjoyed actually I can't remember what anniversary we were we were celebrating (laughs) (laughs) but it's when we did the quiz
1: oh my god
0: Um, did I win?
1: You did win. That's okay. why you're
0: enjoying okay. the <laughs> No, honestly, it was actually quite fun. It was
1: fun. It was and fun. we were like
0: counting the points. Oh, God. Yeah, that was actually quite Sorry. fun. I would, I would do another one, but like a longer one. Maybe in a year's time. That's what we'll do for our second anniversary. <laughs> but, um, that was a good episode.
1: One of the highlights for me as well has been the guest episodes. Mm. I think that... You know what? Like that really pushed us out of our comfort zone. Definitely. And, you know, like that was super nerve wracking for us. Like I don't know, we're just two people who talk a bit of nonsense. So to like have people on, it just felt way more real. Yeah. Like, for sure. You know, I just feel like I'm talking to you. I don't feel like you know. And then when you're you're involving somebody else, it becomes way more of a thing. I think we just they worked really well. I think I'd really struggle to find like a favorite. Um
0: we got really lucky, didn't we? We got so lucky. Like I guess Ryan was
1: amazing, Cassie yeah. was great, that gave us some huge like traction. <laughs> I love talking to Sam. That was so interesting. Like her her cause for the environment all of that stuff. Natalie was amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I like Fernand's passion for videography mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. I just think, like, I just I just think they brought so much. I just think,
0: I just think it was super cool, man. And they made it easier on us, I think, also. As you yeah. said, we know each other, so we talk to each other as if we know each other because, you know, we do. We do. But then <laughs> to have, like, a third person in the mix... It can be nerve wracking because you don't know the person. You don't know how they're going to vibe with you or Mm. be in on it with you and be enjoying it as well, which is really important. I think people mistake podcasting as something that's quite easy. And I don't Mm. know about you, but I think I've learned a ton over this year, which was arguably the toughest year of my life. Yeah. From the outside, I think in many cases, people think, oh, I'm just sitting down talking about stuff. But you really have to think about the topics, the structure, the conversation, the flow, the diction, the pronunciation, all that kind of stuff. And make it genuinely interesting, not only just for you as the presenter, the podcaster, Mm. I don't know. But for people who listen to you, because we're essentially strangers to anyone and everyone who bothers to download our podcast. Yeah um so yeah it was such a big learning curve and I feel like we learn something new every week or every other Mm -hmm. week about okay let's do something different or let's not do that or let's try this or whatever
1: yeah yeah definitely definitely um and if there's a pop like and is there an episode that you wish that we could redo (gasps)
0: um oh okay (laughs) for those it's not a it's a it's like a genre of um kind of episode that we used to do that we no longer do for those who've had who's listened to our podcast episodes from the very beginning you'll know that we used to recap fashion shows oh yeah and um on an audio only platform that is very tricky to try and pull Mm. off and we we try to do it in a number of different ways um we were keen to do those episodes because that's essentially where our passion and our love and our interest for fashion comes from. So recapping runways and collections and things was something we wanted to do but it just doesn't really translate that well on a podcast unless you have an accompanying like YouTube video or something that goes with it. Um, yeah. So it's not something that I wish we redo it's just something that it didn't go as well as we thought it would when we did do it Mm. and now we've left it behind good riddance
1: (laughs) good riddance yeah for sure I mean the difficult thing is like you said like that's what we're talking about we're talking about fashion and that's actually conversations we would have with one another as Mm -hmm. well um but yeah it's just very hard to make it not no amount of descriptive like you know wording and Mm. all this sort of like picture making with Mm. you know descriptive whatever is gonna build what that what it is yeah um and like even like you know the off putting pictures on instagram like this it's just it's not the same um
0: yeah yeah i agree but in the uh, spirit of always trying to revamp ourselves and do something mm. different and see what sticks, um, we announced last week, we actually made it up on the spot that we were going to start recapping Love Island looks. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're doing this week. We don't have a, a segment name for this, so please email, message us. Please send yeah, us a yeah. segment name. Um, this week, I'll call it, Uh, lockdown, Love Island fashion. (laughs) Say you suggested something, and yeah. (laughs) So it's
1: it's the Love Island recap, guys. I don't know. Yeah, not not like the recap, but like the fashion.
0: Each pair of
1: yeah. So there you go you said it already so like I can't really pinpoint fashion good fashion moments I should say um I will say Shannon's only (laughs) evening look I think not the maybe was it what I think it was what she went out wearing the The sort of like it was like very like sarong like it was like a V thing like it was like a a skirt with like a V sort of cut shape on the
0: waist. I think it's like a sarong esque. Yeah. yeah.
1: And yeah. then sort of like a matching top, very printed, beauty, like her body, her beauty. No, I
0: mean, yeah.
1: I mean yeah. rest in peace, Shannon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she looks sensational in that. But I also wonder if that was sort of the body doing the talking. Um, so yeah. Let's talk,
0: let's talk about that actually. It's a really good point because we say and uh, between us and I'm sure there's a lot of you out there who think the same. There's not really great fashion on Love Island. No. Despite it being sponsored by these big fast fashion brands and they're trying to push fashion and Love Island is all about how you look. Yeah. Um, it's not a show that really comes or brings the looks. It doesn't. It's it's quite basic. Yeah. And so I think a lot of fashion that has to do with, like, the past couple years is about the body. It's not about the cut or the clothes, the fit, the whatever, the design. It's like, let me wear something slinky that's going to show off my body. For sure. And I think that Love Island does that a lot. I mean, okay, they wear bikinis and, and like, swim shorts all day. Um but I think that's a sign of the times.
1: Mhm. For sure. And there's definitely times where like if I'm feeling less confident, like fashion doesn't always lend itself to that. Like you said like a lot of fashion trends are just about showing off your figure. And if you're not feeling super confident about your figure at times, mm-hmm. Like, it's very hard. And yeah, like, slinky dresses. And even if it's not a slinky dress and you're showing part of your midriff, there's a cutout, there's whatever. You're wearing, like, sheer trousers. Mm. Like, it's sort of this vibe of, you know, just showing showing off your body, essentially. Yeah. Um, someone who's showing off their body a little too much mm. is Faye. She we understand you've paid for breasts. She
0: leads with the boobs, yeah.
1: But... I don't need to see them from every direction. We've seen obviously cleavage, we've seen underboob, we've seen the middle now. And I just don't, I don't need to see it. Like,
0: I get, I I get,
1: I get, get get them out because you've had them done. Like, don't Mm -hmm. hide them away, but we see them in your swimsuit.
0: Yeah, I think um, what we've seen with her actually is she knows that's her asset Mm -hmm. and she I'm pretty sure that kind of crisscross halter neck bikini top that she wears, she's worn in two different colours. Oh. Have you noticed that? She had a blue yeah. one and then she had a white like, one. It
1: just shows like under so much under boob. A lot it's of like, under boob. I've
0: got natural boobs, mate. Those would be falling out. <laughs> well, it's not for you then. It's,
1: it's not a cute look.
0: <laughs> that look is not for you, Scarlett. Um very like fashion nova so oh, I watched... if I was
1: Celeste Barber I'd try and recreate that
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this like YouTube video last night and it was about um well there was a bit on it about fashion nova and it was this person was scrolling through the website and how everyone has like their bodies done like BBLs and things oh and you literally you can't it's like the perfect website for those who have had cosmetic surgeries on their bodies. And it's literally like Love Island Faye kind of gives me that vibe. Like you could not wear this stuff if you hadn't, you know, had your boobs done or, you know, had a BBL or something like that. Mm. So yeah, really it's tough look to pull.
1: Yeah. And I, you know what? I do think makeup connects with fashion. She needs to ditch her lip combo Tonight,
0: Yep, I agree. I think she looks so much better without the makeup. I think in a confessional... She's obviously, like,
1: she's over-injected her lips, like, regardless. But if that's what she wants to do, fine. But do not paint them with, like... It's like a Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm grey-brown.
0: I agree. I agree. So who do you think is best dressed?
1: This is really tough. Um, Because I would say Kaz is very much using her body like yeah. she's just like she's got a great figure so she's using her body I would say that Sharon doesn't oh, she really irritates me um, I think Sharon's like body is curvier and she doesn't dress it great um,
0: well I, you know what I think different I think that Sharon is actually my best dressed
1: and really? she's the reason... more
0: fashion I guess I think she's more fashion and I think because she doesn't lead with her body and this comes from just my Mm. personal uh, appreciation for certain types of fashion. I think, listen, I love a skin tight dress. I love all of that. It's not me being prudish, but I think someone who can dress in different shapes Mm. and dress in different ways um, is really like stepping outside of like what's easy she wears different things and different types of dresses um, that no one else really does. Uh, she wore this red. Yeah, necklace. the red the red
1: dress was Yeah, and it had unique. this
0: draping around the neck. Um you can you can find that sort of dress in a number of places, but no one's really covering up their neck on Love mm. Island and like wearing a longer sleeve. And I thought, yeah, I think she really thinks about how she's dressing and how she's looking. She's my best dress. And also in that video, you know, like the, I think it's called like a VT or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah. They enter the villa. She had some really great earrings. They were like big gold chunky. I think they had like moons on them. I love a moon Mm. earring. I thought, "Mm, this woman's going places.
1: And we, I think we mentioned it last week. We really don't see much accessorising when it comes to Love Island. And I would love to see that. Because let's be honest, you're all going to wear these like, they all sort of seem to like share bikinis. They all get sent the same batch of bikinis by (laughs) Boohoo.com or whoever it is. Yeah. And, you know, there's those neon green ones and all the rest of it. Faye's obviously got every colour they do of the crisscross. But I would love to see like some really fun sunglasses or like, you know, oh even gosh. just earrings, a bit of like a necklace or whatever, because like, yeah, you're not on a regular holiday. If I go on holiday, do I accessorize? No, because I'm tr- I'm out there to get a good suntan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but you know what? You're in the sun for eight weeks mm. and you're meant to be delivering looks. You're not sort of there just as like lounge about getting the best tan of your life yeah and um, for sure accessorize it with some earrings if you're wearing makeup outside you for sure can wear some earrings and all the rest of it mm. or like you know do a great hairstyle get some like french plaits going or like i don't know i just I think know. something a bit different and a bit cooler
0: it's um, lacking variety that's how i would describe it. it's lacking yeah. variety on a whole yeah
1: um yeah i can't really pinpoint the best dressed if i'm honest um it's all been much of a muchness so far. Um,
0: yeah. I, I will say, and I know you feel the same way too. Okay. So we're recording on Sunday, guys. So yeah. by the time you listen to this, we'll be a couple of days ahead. But the new girl, can't remember her name. Mm. She walked into the villa Friday night and her walk looked like a T-Rex. <laughs> she was stomping down that promenade to get to the front door of the villa and the walk was so off it was terrible and it just like reading comments online and just from my own personal experience especially when it comes to open toe shoes if you're wearing a shoe that's too big for you or it's like you know when the bottom of the sole of your foot gets maybe like sweaty Mm. and and then it's like gliding along the base of the shoe And you're just like slipping all over the place. That was like a fashion faux pas. You know, if there is everyone.
1: Oh, for sure. And also, you know what? If I'm walking into Love Island, okay, my footwear might not have to be the footwear I want it to be. Yeah. Because I need to walk. Yeah. You know, like you're not standing looking pretty, or you're not like if they're not a dinner shoe where you just walk from like the car to the dinner table. You are walking, you are stomping, you yeah. are strutting into Love Island. Mm-hmm. You do not want to walk like that. Maybe that's her walk. We've not seen her in flats. We
0: don't know. I actually do think that she stood a little bit funny. <laughs> so i don't <laughs> i'll report back next and, week like guys.
1: apologies if we've learned that you know she's got an issue
0: yeah but
1: that w- those weren't the shoes for her or like mm-hmm. babe if you can't walk in high heels then don't
0: wear them <gasps> oh that's you know what that's a good point because I think it's easy to just assume that all women know how to yeah. walk in heels, especially when you come onto something as glamorous, <laughs> glamorous air quotes, as Love Island. It's like everyone wears these strappy heels and you just expect everyone to be that, that girl, you know? Mm-hmm. And maybe she can't walk in heels. She should have worn a closed toe espadrille. Yeah. Even if it's like a little wedge. Yeah. But that's not, that's not the sexiest. That's not the... It's, con- not, it's
1: not the long-leg vibe she was
0: going for. Um Ooh, yeah. yeah. Not funny. I don't know.
1: But you know who did look great? First episode, Laura Whitmore.
0: <gasps> yes.
1: Those... They were bespoke, I think, Tilly Lux or Tilly Thomas Lux. Oh, okay. My type on paper. Yes. Hair things. She even, she had like a heart ring on. Her nails had hearts on. She had like, first of all, she only just had a baby and she looked fantastic. Really? But her shoes, like, she just really looked like every accessory. She just looked cool, ma'am. Yeah. I... I know my favorite fashion moment. Okay. Toby's cohort first episode when he walked in. Was it Toby? I think it was. He oh, had like a, a printed shirt that was open and matching printed shorts. And I love a cohort. I, I thought go, it was
0: good. Yeah. I need to go back and see that again because I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't even think I was clocking for the boys, to be honest. <laughs> um Mm, interesting, mm. but yeah, back to Whitmore. She did have the best look of the first week. I yeah. agree. Uh, my type on paper was excellent chef's kiss. Um, I thought that is how you do love island look. She looks like she's mm. on holiday, she looks like she's going to a beach club, she looks like done up, looking great, not basic. Um, I appreciated her look. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, love it.
1: Love it. We interrupt this broadcast to remind you go follow us on Instagram, Star over pod. Shoot us an email, star over substance at gmail.com. Find us on YouTube, find us on Twitter. We've got all the links on our Instagram. You know what to do. This week, we thought sort of we would touch on a segment that we want to do a bit later on down the line. Mm -hmm. But it's something that I think, again, just... Getting to know us a bit more, we wanted to talk about our favorite eras of fashion mm. and just why that is, and maybe we'll delve into them deeper at a later point, who knows? But yeah. Yeah. Our favorite, our favorite eras. And also we'll obviously, I guess our poll today will naturally be what's your favorite era of of fashion?
0: Yeah. Definitely. I think it's also a nice way to close off our first mm. era of podcasting. Oh about about you, you I did that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Love it. Um, yeah. let's talk about our favourite decades. So yeah, go ahead. What is yours? I mean Break it down. I think mine's pretty pretty
1: obvious at this point. Mm-hmm. um mine's the 1920s yeah for me that's a decade that if I if someone was like where would you go back to that's mm-hmm. where I would go back to oh, okay. flapper era the roaring 20s I would love to experience that and fa- mainly fashion wise not like post-war wise mm-hmm. um but I also like if we break it down to me I kind of felt like really like weirdly emotional about it earlier it was a little bit of the start of feminism,
0: Mm.
1: you know, women had had to contribute in the war
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and
1: we then like came into an era where we got rid of the corset. Yeah. And that's, that's huge. Like Coco Chanel introduced trousers for women. And it's just like this thing of like, I feel like that was the beginning of just, like, women having their moment. And it just made me feel super, like, empowered and just excited. And, you know, it's just loose-fitting dresses, women cutting their hair shorter, experimenting with makeup. That was so different from what we had seen in the sort of, like, 1900s, 1910s, like, Victorian-esque high collars, like, all of that stuff. And, yeah, I just... I, I love it. And of course, it's sort of like the origin of Coco, my beloved. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just really feel like it was a moment for women. Um, the makeup, I think, is really fun um and yeah who doesn't want to wear a flapper dress
0: Mm. so I know that you've um dressed up you've dressed up a couple times haven't you for like fancy dress Mm, in 1920s yeah not you do 1920s yeah um and yeah
1: I'm I'm telling you now Mm. if I have it my way my second dress, like my dance dress at my wedding oh. would be like a beaded flapper
0: dress for Ooh, sure. That's a good one, actually. Okay, so let's go <laughs> to the flapper dress because that's like the most iconic look of that mm-hmm. era. And it, as you've described, really symbolises that doing away of previous conventions for women that was like tight and big and fluffy. Um, so flapper dresses, they had like, what was iconic about them is they tended to be sleeveless, mm. correct me if I'm wrong, and then they had this dropped hem. So whereas in the Victorian era, you would have a very like high-waisted or like an empire, or before that, yeah. or like Edwardian, you would have like an empire line um, from which the skirt would kind of come out from. But a flapper dress was very straight up and down, um, loose. When we say loose, oh, you know, one thing about flapper dress is that i don't think i would enjoy wearing is like it's loose around the waist bit but then Mm. on the hip bit it's a little bit tighter yeah it's got like a dropped waist almost
1: yeah
0: yeah um and that kind of made it easier for people to be dancing in um and kind of have that flapper referring to like the types of dances they used to do um but also like how the skirt used to flap out as they were kicking and mm. um and it could be like it could be like embellished as well. It was yeah, still fancy, fringe. It was definitely like a party dress. That's what it
1: was. Yeah, it but was it, they also almost like the day-to-day dress was just like it in velvet or like silk, you know? Mm. And you can wear it with tights and like the boucle hat and like all of that kind of a vibe. Yeah. Um yeah it's just very like it was a really pivotal moment um and also even just like for women as entertainers mm-hmm. I like I don't know the history of that I'm sure women have always been entertainers let's be honest ladies of the nights and stuff
0: <laughs> but I'm sure there were female singers opera singers no or... but I'm I'm more mean dancing as okay, entertainment okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like as far as I'm aware that's the first I've sort of heard of like women being, like, dancer entertainers. Mm. Like, you you know it happens in the 30s, like the Dieter Fontys-esque thing that probably happened in the 40s and all mm. of that kind of a thing. But I can't imagine, like, Victorian performers. Yeah. I'm sure there might have been, but I feel like, you know, you can really see the, like, the little jazz hands and that dancing that you see in films. You know, Think Great Gatsby. Like, I feel like that was sort of the first
0: time that... I think women could be a bit more loose in that era compared to previously. Um, And dance on the dance floor. And it's... Doing them dances is not easy. It's hard work, high energy. And the fashion reflected that. However, it was also a period after, you know, the First World War and, like, the Spanish flu and all of that. It was a Mm. time of a newfound exuberance. Um, I'm really hoping,
1: you know, we have our roaring 20s after this, man. God, yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, What a time to be alive. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, anything else about the the 20s fashion that you really like? Because yeah, you touched on um, cutting hair, like having short quite masculine-esque or what was seen to be a more masculine hairstyle as well
1: yeah and actually when you say that as well like heel height was shorter you know like I would describe the heel height as like a tap shoe height yeah that like it wasn't I don't know what it was before but like I just feel like they got shorter that women almost wore like brogues with maybe a little platform or a Mm. little heel but like also probably just flat brogues And I just think it was very androgynous at times, like Mm -hmm. very, I don't know, it just, it totally flipped the, like imagine our fashion right now, just flipping on its head. Like before Mm -hmm. you wore wore a high neck dress, long sleeves, cinched in waist, you barely show any flesh. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then suddenly the next decade, you're cutting all your hair off. Before then it was long hair, it was normally always in a bun or like long and curly and you pin curled it before bed. Yeah. And it just becomes a thing where you chop it all off Mm -hmm. and like you are way more daring. And I just think like, I don't know, I think it's when fashion like begun almost. Um, Yeah,
0: I get what you mean. Yeah, that's an important point, I think, because obviously every kind of, let's say, era has brought with it a new type of fashion or a new culture has brought with it a new type of fashion um but fashion trends let's say was very slow mm. you know y- people would wear the same thing that their parents would wear there was no like distinction between dressing like a teenager or a child or dressing like an adult yeah. before that you Such a you good know point. You were ten years old, and you were wearing the mini version of what your mum was wearing before. Yeah. That, essentially. Um, and people that's like when we refer to the Victorian era before, so like the late eighteen hundreds, mm. um, people were wearing that for decades. Yeah, in a very similar form. Maybe the colours would change, but for the most part, people were wearing the same thing for many years because of also poverty and whatnot. But. Mm. Um, you right you come into the 20s and it was beginning it was a big shake up as you said and then from then on you can clearly define eras during the 20th century and how trends became a thing and how become like teenage fashion became a thing or youth mm. culture in a way it like i think from that period on is where you have a direct correlation of like fashion reflecting the wider society in which people lived. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. I just love it. But enough about me.
0: Mm. What was your favorite decade era of fashion? So mine, if you know me, you know that this is not a surprise. Um, My favorite era is the 1950s. And it's kind of interesting because the reasons why I like 1950s fashion is kind of the opposite to why you like the 1920s. (laughs) But then also, I know that if I lived in the 1950s myself, I wouldn't want to wear all of this stuff.
1: (laughs) Oh, but it's that thing of like, I'd love it for like a week, you Mm. know, or I'd love to experience it for a second. But yeah. But the 50s is almost like, so I guess it started in the 1940s. It's like another post-war movement where I guess almost like they wanted to back, go back and get really dressed up again.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's like, I think when I talk about the 1950s fashion, I 100% know that it's like rose-coloured glasses. I'm romanticising it and whatnot. But it really is when we usher in, or how we at least remember this period of fashion, when we usher in glamour. Yeah. and Red lipstick. Yeah. And And I know
1: they wore red lipstick in the 30s, 40s, Mm. but 50s, it hit different.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It was like um, high maintenance in short. It really was high maintenance. And women, what women could wear, and also men, but say if you were a woman or you were um, not the most conforming male or someone who identified as male then you really didn't have many options you Mm. it was all about like presentability and I think that's something we don't have in fashion anymore like if your suit wasn't ironed to perfection and if your skirt wasn't pleated to perfection or your shirt wasn't like washed you know really well then it was a belief that you wouldn't be taken seriously or you weren't respectable or, you know, you really had to be like looking A1. Your jewellery all had to match. Your your jacket had to match with your trousers or your skirt. Everything was like a code, a set going on. And it was hard work at a time that maybe, you know, people didn't really have like appliances where you could just throw clothes in the washing machine (laughs) you know it was still a really manual time um but as you said being like post like war after the war in the 40s um the 1950s a lot of it and the reason why you have so much of that glamour was like fabrics became cheaper things were more like industrialized and made in larger quantities people still made like they made their clothes out of like pattern cut yeah. You know, that you could buy. They would buy their pattern, And yeah. then you would buy your fabric and you'd make that iteration in different prints or different fabrics. You'd have a, a tweed version for the winter and you'd have like, like a floral lighter version for the summer and you might like rework it in a silk so it's like an evening dress. Or something. People were like, you know, they were doing a whole lot for fashion back then. But for me, it's like, it has to be Hollywood glamour. I love the whole, like, glitzy diamonds, the hair in, like, roller sets, the, um, the, the, like, incredibly cinched in waists. And the, and the body was different. And this, I think this is something
1: we will have to touch on, like, the differing, like, figures Mm -hmm. that are desirable or something like that like in the 50s it was that teeny tiny waist but then you had big hips to go with it Mm -hmm. and it was like and you had like these sort of like they were still very like maybe cone-esque shaped bras and like the shape and the silhouette was so feminine Mm -hmm. and like bodacious Mm -hmm. and just lent itself to the dresses that came from it oh my god it was and then like with this beautiful like done up hairdos it was just
0: oh and for those who don't know a lot about or really care about 1950s fashion I think what is really cool is if you look especially at like the black and white photography you look at these images and you think oh my god they didn't have photoshop back then like people and the lights. Yeah. There was no FaceTune. There was no tune, no like BBLs or like, um, or anything like that. And the photography, you were like, wow, that's like stunning. And then also you, you can't forget you had Christian Dior, you had like mm. Cristobal Balenciaga, mm. you had um, all these massive names who are still like famous today that came out of that era Yeah, I love it. So high maintenance. I don't think I could keep up like wearing the stockings, the suspenders, the bra. Okay, (laughs) the bras. I say that like I I don't wear bras now, but it was a different time.
1: (laughs) They probably did not have the stretch they've got now.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, exactly. Like doing your hair every night, um, making sure everything was ironed. Um, having a matching set, having your gloves, having your hat. And the F- flick.
1: That was like the start of like that real flick as well. Yeah. The cat eye.
0: Yeah. I love it. It's a big time. I love all of it. It's a big time. Love it. So what is this week's um, poll? Again? I think
1: it should for sure be what era are people what's what are people's favorite fashion eras and also guys like it's been a year happy birthday to us but tell us what you want from us next what what do you enjoy what do you not enjoy like give us some feedback like we're happy you know to take it on and as much as we want to enjoy what we're doing we also want you guys to enjoy it too so definitely tell us if you've got any any ideas for us
0: Yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, I've got nothing else to add. Thanks again, guys, for listening to us. And also, congrats to us for making it this far.
1: What a pleasure (laughs) to chat to you every
0: week, Mim. Yeah, same, likewise. Thanks for um, pulling me through. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, we'll be back again for another episode next week. We'll be back with Fashion Story. We'll be back with Love Island with a new name. Not for the podcast <laughs> help us please <laughs> we need a poll for that segment yes as well. um, and another topic so have a good week guys and we'll see you next week bye, bye.